An extremely wealthy socialite influencer and model calls for her ride. When it arrives, she steps into the vehicle not knowing what would happen next. The driver, her own ex-brother-in-law, who happens to also be her best friend, picks her up. Those who knew and loved Abby never thought that it would be her last day alive. This case story contains graphic and shocking content, more graphic than my previous episode, so listener's discretion is advised. Also, if you're a fan of dark mystery stories along with true crime cases, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is a case that didn't have enough coverage when the news first broke, but because of the true crime community and true crime journalists, it is finally gaining a lot of traction. Just another reason why I love being a part of the community. It gives me and so many others the opportunity to shed light on cases all over the world. And I'm so thankful for every single one of you for giving me a chance to cover these cases and stories that I honestly become so passionate about. So if true crime or dark mystery sounds like your cup of tea, then all you have to do is hit that five-star review button and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, let's get into today's story. Abby was this beautiful 28-year-old influencer and model from Hong Kong. It is said that her family is very wealthy from business deals in China. Her estimated net worth is 100 million Hong Kong, which is over $12 million in US dollars. She had great style and regularly attended Fashion Week. She was featured on Harper's Bazaar, Vogue, Elle, and other magazine covers. She racked in over 100,000 followers on Instagram, showcasing her stunning fashion and traveling the world. She was pictured with celebrities like Pharrell, and she attended fashion shows regularly, including Paris Fashion Week. Abby was also a mother of four young kids. When she was only 18 years old, she married Alex Kwong, and they had two kids together. They divorced, and at 22 years old, she married her current husband, Tom Chu Kwan, also known as Chris. They weren't legally married because they didn't legalize it, but they did have that ceremony with friends and family. Chris is well off and a good businessman. His family loved Abby, and she loved them too. Abby and Chris also had two kids together, making it a total of four kids for Abby. So she had two kids with her previous husband, Alex, and then two more kids with her current husband, Chris. Now, Abby still stayed very close with her ex-husband and his family even after their divorce. According to media sources, they were only married for three years, but she still continued to support them. She was still taking care of her ex-in-laws financially for like seven years. People have speculated that this could have been because she had kids with Alex and possibly felt like her ex-in-law were still her family. Abby ended up buying them a luxury apartment for her ex-in-laws called the Kaduria Hills in Hong Kong. Now, it wasn't just any apartment. Media sources claim that she bought it for 10 million US dollars. That's an expensive apartment. Abby was very close to Anthony, who was her ex-brother-in-law. He was her best friend. They have photos with one another on each other's social media, even after her divorce from his brother, Alex. She hired Anthony as her driver and chauffeur because he was unemployed. She was always helping him too with side businesses and even helped him buy a house. He would post photos on his Instagram of luxury cars like a Rolls Royce, along with some of him wearing designer clothing. He would also dine at high-end restaurants 
So this was a lady who like loved helping others, especially friends and family. She was known to be this caring and very kind person. It seems like Abby had a great relationship with her ex-in-laws, every single one of them. Her friends have said that she had never spoken bad of them. Okay, so let's talk about her ex-in-laws because it seems like they all have some kind of financial trouble and crime-related issues. So let's get into that. Starting with her ex-father-in-law. He was a part of the Hong Kong Police Department until he resigned after being accused of SA, sexual abuse towards a woman. In 2016, her ex-mother-in-law filed for bankruptcy. Her ex-brother-in-law, Anthony, who was also her driver slash chauffeur, was in a lot of debt and was sued by a bank in 2013. But just when you thought it couldn't get any worse for this family, her ex-husband, Alex, was charged for a gold investment scam in 2015. He scammed four people out of 5 million Hong Kong dollars over the internet. Hong Kong is known to be very safe, but it is believed that online scams occur a lot out of there. Before Abby passed away, it is said that she had a huge multi-million dollar dispute with her ex-in-laws regarding the luxury condo that she bought for them. It was put under her ex-father-in-law's name in 2019, but she wanted to sell it. We don't know the reason why she wanted to sell it. Maybe she thought it was worth more. Real estate is up right now, so we just don't have those details yet. A legal counsel had advised her that she may be able to still sell it as long as she showed proof that she was the one who bought it. They didn't like how she was arranging her finances and felt like maybe they were going to get kicked out on the streets with no home. But why was Abby still financially taking care of all of them? And why were they still depending on her? Still depending on somebody who is no longer married to their son. Her business was flourishing, Her social media presence kept increasing. She was worth so much money and her husband was wealthy as well. She was living this new life with her husband and all four of her kids, but it sounds like her ex-in-laws were dragging her down. It is said that her ex-in-laws were very bitter and jealous, but like I said, she was still taking care of them and they weren't grateful for it. Now this part is extremely disturbing, so here's your warning. It all started when her ex-father-in-law rents a villa in Longway Village 30 minutes away from Hong Kong. On February 21st, her ex-brother-in-law, Anthony, picked her up as he usually did. Now, he would always like pick her up, take her to places. He would pick her kids up. Like This was very normal for their family. That's what he was hired to do. So it was like no big deal that he picked her up on this day, right? When she never showed up to pick up her children from school, her husband reported her missing immediately because that wasn't like her at all. She was always known to pick up her kids from school and she was always available to her kids. Abby was then found murdered on February 24th, just a few days later. Police believe Anthony struck her in the head because they found a hole in her right skull. There is a photo of Abby waiting for him to pick her up from the CCTV footage, and it's the last photo taken of her alive. However, details are still unknown because this case is very recent, so information is still unfolding. They believe there was blunt force trauma caused to her head by Anthony or Alex, actually. And as of today's day, it isn't confirmed who did it yet. She was taken to that villa that was rented by her ex-father-in-law, where she was completely dismembered. Tools that are used to dismember human bodies were found in the flat, including meat grinders, chainsaws, long raincoats, gloves, 
and masks, Police Superintendent Alan Chung told reporters. Now, it isn't confirmed if she was alive or not when arriving to the villa, so people believe either Alex or Anthony or the ex-father-in-law dismembered her whole entire body. Her lower half of her body, foot, and legs were put into the fridge, while her head was found in a cooking pot with hair still left on her head. How sad and scary this whole case is. Oh my gosh, like even talking about it right now, I feel so sick to my stomach. Okay, so I don't know how legitimate this is, but I read it in five different articles across the internet. But in another cooking pot was also food that you would add to a soup, like carrots, radishes, and broth. Police believe Abby's human flesh was mixed into that pot of soup. Like, what were they trying to do with it? Were they going to eat it? Were they going to just make it look like soup so no one would think anything? I have no idea. They also believe that her ex-father-in-law was behind the whole entire thing. So remember when I said Abby and her current husband, Chris, weren't legally married? Well, police believe that her ex-father-in-law thought that if Abby was murdered, then her two kids that she has with Alex would get her money. Her kids are young, so this could have been a way for her ex-in-laws to take the money and disperse it amongst each other. Which is like, how greedy can you possibly be to think of something so evil to do something to someone who's been helping you for the last seven years of your life, where you have to dismember them all for money? I don't know, like thinking about it? Oh my gosh. As of now, some parts of her body still remain missing, like her hands, arms, and torso. A person who was recently arrested was helping Abby's ex-husband Alex escape by boat, who was caught near the pier before fleeing out of Hong Kong. He also had a lot of money with him, so he knew they were coming after him and was trying to run away, run away to a different country. Another person was arrested for hiding one of the suspects, but she has been released on bail. I'm not sure if this was Abby's ex father-in-law's mistress or not, but articles have stated so. Some media sources are saying that his mistress was hiding him and was arrested for it. So this could totally be her. I'm just not 100% sure because like I said, it's still a very recent and active case that has not went to trial yet. The scheduled court hearing is set for May 8th, 2023, which is not that far away. So I will make sure to update you guys as soon as more information on that comes out. What a disturbing case. I feel so bad for Abby's family, especially her husband, Chris, and her young kids who are all under the age of 11 years old. It is always so difficult covering cases like this one. They are seriously so evil, but I really hope Abby and her family and friends get the justice that they deserve. And that wraps it up for today's case. I hope it starts warming up wherever you live and you get to enjoy the beautiful sun. I cover true crime cases weekly on my social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find me by searching my name, Marianne Nefsu. I will also link all of them in the description of this episode. Also, if you have a case you'd like me to talk about, I will share the link to case requests in the description, but you can also message me on Instagram and I'll try to get back to you. Please stay safe and I will talk to you soon.